Richmond football Saturday, 3 o'clock, uh, 2 o'clock, I beg your pardon, 2 o'clock against Hampton, our airtime at 1.30 here on 106.1 ESPN. Spiders have a couple of guys on that team from Patrick Henry High up there in Ashland, so maybe our guest here will root for them this weekend as well. But we're rooting for him as he uh, comes back to Patrick Henry High School to be inducted into their first ever Athletics Hall of Fame class he is Damian Woody, who, as I mentioned before the break, you probably recognize mostly from his time on ESPN over the past decade or so. But obviously, a uh, tremendous career, not only at Patrick Henry, but then at Boston College and on into the NFL Pro Bowl selection, a couple of Super Bowl rings with the New England Patriots. Uh, Damian, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. How are you? I'm well, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Doing great, and congratulations on another honor to be added here. And look, I just ran off the litany of things you've done at a very high level in the sport of football. Uh, what does this one mean, to be able to go back to kind of your roots where you kind of cut your teeth growing up in Ashland, all of that at Patrick Henry? What does that kind of mean to you? Well, well, listen, uh, first of all, I'm truly humbled by, you know, being uh, inducted into the you know, the first class of the, of uh, Patrick Henry's Hall of Fame. And uh, it means a lot. It means a lot because, you know, you read off all the accolades from college and pro and, and post-career, but everything started there. You know, everything started in, in, in Hanover County and in Ashland, Virginia, and all the people that truly had an influence on my life um, that allowed me to flourish and, and, and allowed me to take the next step uh, collegially and, and well beyond that. Um, so this is an opportunity for me to go back home and really thank all the people that helped help propel me to where I'm at today. What do you remember about the state championship year and that team? I mean, uh, we know what you did on the field, but what do you kind of remember about the, the chemistry of that team, the camaraderie about the guys that made up what eventually became a state championship team? Well, listen, obviously, uh, we were a supremely talented team. We had a lot of guys that went on to uh, play collegiate football. But more importantly, we the, it was the camaraderie and the, and the chemistry. The things that, that that stood out to me the most were, you know, after those Friday night games at home, you know, you had the whole town of Ashland, you know, coming to watch the game. And then all of us would go to the local McDonald's after the game and sit down and, and have pound down a whole bunch of cheeseburgers and just having fun doing things, doing teenager type things and, and spending the night over, you know, guys houses, uh, you know, uh, over the weekend and all those type of things that really help you bond and become closer as teammates, getting to know each other on a more personal level. And I've always felt where this high school college pro when you have that type of bond and type of chemistry, it usually reflects on the field, and they did that on uh, the state championship year at Patrick Henry. You think high school football is still like that, Damien? And I know you have kids as well, but but do, do you think it's still kind of that, that Ashland vibe and Ashland feel, and it's Friday night and we're going to McDonald's and all of that? Because that just that sounded so Americano when you were describing it. Oh, absolutely! I, listen, I, I I live here in New Jersey, and I get this, and I go to Friday night football every Friday, you know, every Friday here in New Jersey, and I hope it's like that because it's so pure, it's so innocent. That's that's what I love about the game of football is you know just the you know the the chemistry and be able to you know uh, you know be able to watch now for me being able to watch these young young kids play the game that I, that I grew up loving and. 
and just watching him hang out. So I hope it's happening all across the country because, to me, there's no better sport than the game of football. Uh, you said you're living in Jersey and obviously working for ESPN. Are you, are, you are getting back. Are you getting back for the ceremony Thursday night, Ashley? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back in town uh, Wednesday evening, and and I'm like I said, I'm just looking forward to catching up with everybody and obviously seeing family and friends. And I always love when I get to you know get to get back home to uh, to Hanover County. How much uh, connection is there still with the guys that you played with? with back then and uh i would hope some of them will be able to make it for for the ceremony yeah absolutely i still keep in touch with, with some guys from from those uh teams and patrick henry obviously the 95 team was 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 pretty legendary and it again had a lot of really good players but i still keep in touch with, with quite a few of those guys and you know anytime you have anything special like that happen um you know those you know you're friends for life man so even though it's been, you know, decades, you know, since that happened, you know, I'm still, you know, in touch with a lot of those guys, and our friendship is going to last, last a lifetime. Well, let's fast forward a little bit. Uh, again, congrats on that honor. We know Thursday night's going to be great. Uh, I know a couple of those folks personally who have put this thing together, and they have worked the long, hard hours to get this thing done for this year, and they're very excited to have you back and, and all of the inductees in this in this first class at, at Patrick Henry. So, so we've got three remaining unbeaten teams, right, in the NFL. Has that surprised you at all that there are only three at this point and that they are the 49ers, Dolphins, and Eagles? Uh, it's not surprising. Um, there's a lot of parity going on in the National Football League right now. Obviously, those three teams that you're talking about, they've been playing outstanding football. You know, the, the 49ers, they're su- such a physical team. they got a lot of, lot of skill. Uh, same with the Philadelphia Eagles, very physical on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And the Miami Dolphins are like, I've, I've, I've already said already, it seems like they're the greatest show on turf reincarnated. That that St. Louis Rams team that was high flying, you know, back in the late '90s, early 2000s. So, uh, you know, it, it's great. I love the game, love pro football, and where it's at right now. But we still got a long ways to go in this season. A lot of things could happen. What did you think when you watched 70 points go up on the on the board there, Damien? <laughs> Hey, listen, quite frankly, I've never seen a, a pro football game where you have that many points and, and obviously that many yards. But, you know, listen, that Miami Dolphins team, they, uh, they're, like a, they're like a track team. They're about, it's literally the fastest team that, I, that I've witnessed in quite some time. And obviously, Tua Tungavailoa, their quarterback, is playing outstanding football. Uh, we said coming to the season that, hey, if he's able to stay healthy, they're going to be a very dangerous team. And uh, and this and they're they're proving it. They're proving everybody right right now. So I got to ask you this question because my producer asked me to ask you this question. AJ, who connected with you to get you on the air with us, he said, "Ask Damian if Bill Belichick would have gone for the field goal at the end just to set the record." <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I Do think you? So that, ah. You know, I absolutely think so. That you know. That that's just that would have been classic Bill, you know, and uh, you know I just I truly feel like Bill would have done that. Wow, I went the other way, but you obviously played for him. You you know better than I do. Uh, that yeah, been... yeah, yeah. Bill, listen, <laughs> you know, Bill is, is is listen. Bill, when Bill has an opportunity to to take it to you, he'll do it. Well, my producer got that one right. Kudos to you, AJ. I'm taking what Damien said as, as gospel. Thanks, what Damien. Do you, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, pro- <laughs> no problem. Uh, and that was unrehearsed, absolutely, unscripted. What do you think Bill Belichick is going through right now with this team that he's got that is probably mediocre at best? Yeah, well, listen, when you don't have Tom Brady, right, it, 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 you know, it, things get a lot more difficult. But, listen, you know, this Patriots, that Patriots team, they, they got a really good defense. They got one of the best defenses in the National Football League. Then the main problem with the Patriots right now is the lack of speed and athleticism on the outside on offense. Uh, Mac Jones is, you know, listen, he's, he's, he's a serviceable quarterback. He knows how to distribute the football. Uh, but they just don't have the explosive playmakers on the perimeter. And that's, I think, in today's game, you know, you need that. You need guys that can take the top off the defense, and they don't really have that in New England. Hey, um, I really think, Damian, one of the hardest things to do in sports, football or any sports, is to repeat as champions. You know, it's hard to get to the top of the mountain. It's even harder to stay there. Can I mean, I know they can repeat, but what do you think about the Chiefs' chances of repeating this year? Well, listen, when you got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, anything is possible, right? I mean, you're talking about arguably – I wouldn't even say arguably. They are the best duo, court, uh, coach-quarterback combination in the National Football League right now. Uh, you know, listen, it is very hard to repeat, you know, for a couple reasons. Number one, in order for you to win a Super Bowl, a lot of things have to go right. You got to be – obviously, you got to be talented. You got to be playing well. You got to – like, you got to be injury-free. And you got to have a little bit of luck on your side. And when you come on, when you come off of winning a, a championship, what tends to happen is every team brings their A game. Mm-hmm. So you're you're literally every team's Super Bowl. It is very hard to do, and that's why the last team to do it was the O three O four Patriots. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think the uh, Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift? Thing is a is a distraction there to the Kansas. You think Andy Reid is like shaking his head, going, "What is going on here?" Uh, well, listen, it, it's definitely caused a stir, and it's and it's been the talk of the National Football League for this past week. But but listen, I, I think uh, you know, I think all the uh, players are enjoying you know getting uh, getting acquainted with the Swifties, as, as what they call. I think that's I think that's what the young folks call them now, the Swifties. So you know, it's a uh, it's a it's an unusual marriage going on, but you know, listen, sports is all is all about entertainment, right? So I'm mm-hmm. all about being entertained. <laughs> Absolutely. A couple more for you, David, and then we'll let you go. And uh, looking forward to having you back here in town. But and you know, from having grown up here, Central Virginia, Ashland, Richmond, this whole area is in the heart of Washington football country, and they've been long suffering fans down here. Is there anything you can say to our audience of Washington fans that would be helpful? at this point, for the future success of that franchise? Yeah, well, listen, I think first and foremost, having new ownership is, is a huge sigh of relief. You know, this organization is and this organization that I grew up on, grew up loving, um, you know, coming up. Um, that's a huge part of it, man. Just This organization has just been through the ringer as far as Dan Snyder's tenure is concerned. Now you're able, the organization is able to turn the page. Hopefully this new ownership group will guide this team into – you know, more prosperous uh, times moving forward. Um, but listen, as far as the product on the field, obviously that was a, you know, it was a lopsided loss against the Buffalo Bills. But listen, I think Sam Howell is a young guy who has a lot of potential. They got weapons. They got weapons on offense. Obviously the defensive line and the defense as a whole is pretty good. It's going to take, you, you got to keep continue to coach, coach up the young quarterback in Sam Howell. If he continues to improve, this team can make the playoffs this year. 
Were you a uh, so you were a Washington fan growing up here? Absolutely, absolutely. Huh. I'm a, I grew up on I grew up on the Hogs and Joe Gibbs and mm-hmm. you know all those guys. So I'm definitely at my core, you know, Washington fan. Well, look, we talked a little bit about your Patriots days in the Super Bowl. So just in the interest of fair time, let me have you make one quick comment on the other teams that, that you played for. And then one more, we'll wrap it up. Um, are you a believer in the Detroit Lions? A lot of people are jumping on their bandwagon. And how bad do you feel for the Jets? And, of course, there's another local guy who's running the Jets uh, up there, the, the, their general manager, who's, who's from our area here as well, and a rival school of yours, when Joe Douglas, when he was when he was growing up. But a quick comment on the Lions. Are you a believer in them? And what happened with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Yeah, so I am a big I am a believer in the Lions. I think, you know, obviously the Lions have been a long-suffering organization. Uh, but I think Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, their general manager, have done a really good job of creating the culture environment um, for them to thrive. I think they're they're I think they have a lot of really good pieces, um, you know, throughout their team. They're a young team, an up and coming team, and I think they have an opportunity now that Aaron Rodgers has left the NFC North. They have a prime opportunity to win that division. They got a big one uh, this Thursday, I believe, mm-hmm. against the yeah. Green Bay Packers. So. That's going to be a huge game uh, within the division. But, yes, I like the trajectory of the of the Detroit Lions. And as it relates to uh, the New York Jets, listen, obviously the Jets organization pushed all of their chips in with Aaron Rodgers, and rightfully so because he's a four-time league MVP, one of the best quarterbacks that, that, we've, that we've ever seen, ever witnessed. And uh, the unfortunate Achilles injury kind of derailed everything there. But, you know, listen, I don't blame Joe Douglas one bit. Joe Douglas is a, is a friend of mine. Uh, been knowing Joe Douglas for a long time, and obviously you talked about him being a local product, going to you know Lee Davis High School. Uh, but listen, it's a long season. You gotta you gotta course correct it if you're the Jets organization, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens moving forward. Hey, last one for you, Damian. You were great at what you did when you were wearing the shoulder pads and helmet, and you're great at what you're doing now with a microphone. Why'd you do it? Why'd you jump right into broadcasting? You know, I always had a passion. Uh, passion, obviously, a love for the game of football. And and uh, for me, it was, uh, you know, I always found the media very interesting, uh, very, very easy going for me. And uh, it was something during my playing career I had worked, you know, start, kind of built up towards, uh, you know, being in the media. Uh, when I signed with the New York Jets in the latter part of my career, I knew at that point in time that I wanted to get involved in the media. And so, you know, while I was playing, I was interning with the local sports network, then with ESPN, and then when my career finally came to came to an end and back in uh, 2010, I just transitioned to ESPN, and, and it's been on ever since. That's amazing. That That is awesome. Great game plan that you had. It's working out working out great. Uh, thank you so much for the time. Really enjoyed it this afternoon. And I know the folks that will be with you uh, when you get into town and at the event on Thursday are really going to be thrilled to catch up with you and, and tell some great stories while you're back with all your buddies there, David. All right? Gentlemen, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's really been a pleasure talking to you guys.
Again, congratulations. Damian Woody, uh, he was terrific. Uh, you obviously watch him on ESPN. And, yeah, the ceremonies, a few tickets still available, by the way. If you're interested, if you got intrigued by listening to, uh, to Damian, there are some tickets available uh, for the Patrick Henry High School Athletic Hall of Fame. Again, it's Thursday evening. The event starts around 530. It's at the Hanover Golf Club. Uh, tickets are $35. I think you go to their Facebook page and secure tickets uh, to go up to the event. And as I mentioned yesterday, the other inductees include the late great uh, Ray Tate. His family will certainly be there to accept on, on his behalf. Ray, of course, was my broadcast partner uh, for 20 years with the Richmond Spiders after his playing days were done and coaching days were done at the University of Richmond. Eddie Webb, Ray Long, Sonia uh, Freedy Kinney, Donnie Morris, Dominic Smith, Lizzie Powell Hissey. The rest of the uh, first class of inductees in the Patrick Henry High School Athletics Hall of Fame. Again, greatly appreciate Damian Woody for spending the time with us this afternoon. All right, we'll take a break. Matt, we'll jump back in. We'll finish it up with some final thoughts, get you up to 5 o'clock, and then I'll take you home until 6. Sports Huddle continues on a Tuesday afternoon on 106.1 ESPN.